Welcome back to the At One to One Mental Health Podcast. Today I'm joined by Edgar Zanin. We'll be talking about his sporting background, his achievements, some of the things he's been doing recently, his you know, his relationship with mental health over the past few years, the importance of goal setting, and you know, he offered his offers his his advice towards the end of the podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. And yeah. So today I'm joined by a very good friend of mine, Edgar. Thanks for joining me. If you kind of want to introduce yourself to the listeners and how we know each other. Hello, I'm Edgar. Um, I'm Brazilian. I know Liam from football. We have played in the same club. Um, we haven't played against each other yet, but there's a big opportunity this season coming up. So, well, I'm 29 years old. To be honest, I was born in Bolivia, been a bit of my life in Brazil, moved to England. I have lived in Finland for a year. Um, we'll, come on to, we'll come on to that eventually. But now you carry uh, on. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm crazy about fitness. That's, that's basically who I am. <laughs> If you want to touch upon your, your sporting background and some of your achievements you've done more recently, that'll be good for those listening because, I was, you know, you're one of the most driven people. Some of the things that you've done is incredible. So if you kind of want to elaborate on the, some of the stuff you've done. Well, um, I started to be more into fitness when I was probably 18. I started, you know, with the basics of, you know, gym, working out and stuff. But then from then, I just started to have a, a hobby of playing football because I started football when I was really late. I started to play football when I was 16, 17. So yeah. some people are prof- professional on that age. And I was starting to play Saturday league, non, non, you know, non-football league. But then from then, I managed you know, to have a habit of playing football. I was, it wasn't my passion yet. And I started just to play, play, train, train. And I think from, from that age, I already had that mentality of training, training, training. Um, how, important, how important do you think that mentality is for those listening? You know, for those listening that are in background of sport, you know, how, how important do you think mentality is? It, it's very important because um, it, it's about, you know, focus, motivation, persistence and uh, it's very important like if you if you want to achieve something big in life or anything it can be in sports or degree or work or life goals and achievements you have to you know have a good mindset for it you cannot go from from not having a good mindset to achieving you know that big goal no I mean I believe for me, I think it's important, you know, especially when in life and within sport or with anything you do, you know, it's important to kind of have that that positive attitude and being able to come through things, be resilient and being able to get through times. And, you know, I'm sure we can t- we'll touch on it, you know, some of the bad times in life and how you've come through it now. I mean, it's inspirational when you told me, I mean, yeah, well, you know, tell, tell them about the tell people about the running and your how you got into running. You know, well, uh, I got into running because I I went and I played a year in Finland football. That was I think the the best division I ever played. 
my whole life and we won the league. So when I was there, you know, everything was going well and I was posting video pictures. I was coming out on a newspaper, you know, Brazilian, come from Finland, scoring goals, winning goals, winners goals. And, and then something happened there that I got into a really dark place, like depression and I didn't want to come back because I felt that if I, were, if I came back, everyone was going to tell me, you know, I told you it wasn't going to work. So I even thought about taking my life. And I think that was the bottom where I hit. Like that was, you know, the, the worst I ever been in my life as a mindset. And then when I came back from Finland, the first thing I did, it was like, right, I got a job which has helped me a lot. Um, I work as a support worker. So I think coming back and getting a job as a support worker has helped me a lot to have the right mindset because then I saw the people that I support depending on us to eat, to have a shower, to get up from bed, which I could be, I, I could do everything. And I was thinking about taking my life. So and then I, I just thought like, all right, I need to, I need to do something. I'm going to start running. I'm going to start running every day. So I'm going to get my fitness back because I lost eight kilos during that time that, you know, um, oh. in Finland, eight kilos in one month, which is a lot. Um, so if you want to, if you, if you want to, you know, elaborate on the, you know, on the, the time, because obviously, you know, I think you said to me previously, you were a professional in Finland and talk to me how you went from obviously being so high to come in so low. So I think you want to try to talk about that. So, well, in, in Finland, we were playing the, it was a semi-professional league. Okay. But we got promoted to the last professional. Okay. So I had to, I had to stay there during the winter to play next season. But for some reason, something happened and I couldn't stay. I didn't have money. I was living on someone's house for a month on a mattress on the floor. And I did try to stay, you know, I said, oh, I'm going to stay during this winter here and play. And then I came back and, and, and I was, you know, it was either taking my life or coming back and drop, you know, so many levels. And I, I now I see why people, you know, sometimes they take their life because of like um, uh, dreams, frustrations. Like they, 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 they don't manage to achieve their dreams or their passions and, and you know, they don't want to step back. But for me, it was very important because I felt that I, I stepped back two steps, but now I am step forward with the, with the, you know, with the mindset that I, I got from being so low to, to where I am now. I mean, as well. <laughs> I mean, going back to what you're saying, you know, the, the two steps back, you felt like you took two steps back, but, you know, there's a good saying, you know, when you take two steps back, you, you know, in order to kind of move forward in your life, taking two steps back might not be a bad thing necessarily because you may be able to take that one step forward again. So I think, that, I mean, it's important that you recognise that. So you kind of, you know, you needed to take those steps back, but then obviously in order to move forward, you need to take that steps back to order to move forward order to move forward and feel better again so but no you said you touched upon the time in Finland like how did that go so wrong you know you were on a so high 
So what happened to what actually happened? If you want to kind of get into that, it was a relationship. I was in a relationship. I found out some stuff, and and that's it. You know, I didn't have anywhere to stay. Didn't have money, and and it was either coming back or not. But I didn't want to come back. So you would say you were on rock bottom. You know, from being almost going into professional league in football. Yeah. And then going literally even a what a month you said rock bottom you said you wanted to you know yeah but no that's crazy I mean for, I would never have thought that you know based on your character now I mean until I kind of got to know you and obviously to those listening about what he said you know I know Edgar as being this most driven guy doing all these running now but you know hearing his stories you know is very inspiring you know going from rock bottom going from such a high thing to rock bottom what age were you when you were how old were you when that happened? I was, I think I was 24, 25. Okay. Yeah. So no, I mean, yeah, going I, from, going from rock bottom, going, sorry, from going from being such a good high to low, you know, that's, that's powerful, you know, because... It was, said, it was like ne- nearly getting to the last professional league in Finland to coming back to West City League. Yeah. But no, what's, what, obviously you said you were born in Bolivia and, you know, I think you said you're from Brazil. So what's it, what's it been like kind of living in different countries in terms of adapting to people? And how would you, how would you find, how did you find that process from going from country to country, obviously having to be, you know, sometimes speaking different languages. How did you deal with that in terms of a personal level? Well, when, when I was young, I, to be honest, when, when you're young, you just, just do it. You know, you don't, you don't think about, you know, when you struggle with friends and stuff, I think it's when you, when you, hate around 13 14 15 and then you change a country it does affect you a lot because now you got you know a group group of friends and you start doing things like you know maybe house party and stuff like that with you know when you are on that age but yeah i was born in bolivia i moved to brazil when my dad passed away i was four we moved my mom and my two other brothers to live with her mom my grandma so we stayed there too i was 13 or 14 then my mom decided to come to England so we had to move back to Bolivia and live with my dad's family okay and I think that 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 was that was a bit hard because you know not not being with my dad around since I was four probably it was hard and then not being with around my mom as well because she came to England but then she stayed here two years and she she met her partner my stepfather and they got engaged, they got married, and then she said, look, would you like to come to England? But then that, that was, the I think, a bit hard because I was 13, 14, and then I started to, you know, have a group of friends and do things together. But for me, I, I cannot remember, but I think it was, it was something to look for, you know, from, from Bolivia, which is a really poor country, small country, coming to England, it was, you know, a lot a lot of different weather culture and um, yeah so i mean you know you said you know it's very sad to hear you lost your one you lost your dad at a young age how has that affected you obviously growing up as and obviously you're not seeing your mom for a period of time how has that affected you going obviously well yeah, i think on. i think that has affected me a lot because the way who i am now I think um, I do really well the work I do as a support worker because 
I know what I wanted to have when I was young. And it was that love from dad looking after me. And I think I, because I didn't have that from my dad, is how I, I do really well at work because, you know, everyone say, oh, I like the way you, you treat the guys, you know, and you're always looking after them. And yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see, you know, a, a young person on that kind of uh, job doing so well. And I think, yeah, yeah that's, that's how it come. But no, I mean, obviously not being able to have a father, almost a father figure, you know, being able to do what you're doing now is so powerful and because you know a massive respect to you know I mean I'm glad enough to have had my dad throughout my life and I think you know having that father figure I think is important if you want to touch upon that you know how has that how has that kind of shaped you into who you are today well um I would say since I was probably 17 18 I always had you know this sad side I was was upset because I didn't have that. Uh, sometimes, you know, it, it's, well, I never had a conversation between a son and a dad. So I don't know what is that feels like. It's different with my mom. Like with my mom, I, I'm shy. I'm, I like, I hardly ever said I love you to my mom. Mm. But with dad, I think if I had my dad, it would, be, would have been different. And and now, with things that has happened, not having my dad, uh, being in depression, maybe, you know, when I was 25, like a really, really, really dark side. And then with some others, um, addictions that I had after, you know, Finland, I always struggled to be 100% every week. It was maybe one, two weeks that I was on my best. And then I end up drinking, I end up doing some other stuff then end up thinking about my dad and then end up thinking about where I could have achieved in Finland. But then not long ago, you know, like probably half a year, I decided to like change, make a big change in my life. And I think it has taken me to where I am now, where I like the best mindset I ever had. Now, if you want to touch on... You know, if you feel comfortable, touch on those. You know, you said, you know, when you come back to England, you know, you come to England, you know, you said not about half a year ago, you said you went through these dark times. You want to kind of talk about what happened if you feel comfortable and then we can talk about the good stuff. So when, when I came back from Finland, I, one of my friends, he took me to Blackfield and Langley to play. So because I was running every day and training with a ball every day in the park, I was in really good condition, fitness, you know, I had a good ball control, I was really good, but then in pre-season, I ended up having an injury. I tried to do an overhead kick, missed the ball, and dislocated my elbow, so my, my forearm came backwards, and there was, again, my, you know, I went down dark side, because I wasn't able to do what I loved at the moment, that it was running, working out, and playing football. So, and then... So, you, sorry to, so, I mean, you know, that kind of expressed the importance of, to you, exercise. So how important is exercise to you to keep your mental health good? It's good. Well, we, we release endorphin on our body when we do exercise, which is a, is a, is a good feeling already. But for me, it was, it was 
more than that because running and exercise took me out of depression. So I was depending on that every day. I was doing, I'm working out every day. I didn't have a rest day. A lot of people say, Edgar, you need to rest, you need to rest. But if I didn't go for a run, I didn't go for a workout, I didn't go for like football training session, I felt angry, upset. And I think it, it was, is what, what I had to hold on to keep myself on a good mindset and, and you know, doing good stuff. So, yeah, if you want to touch upon what kind of you went through the last five months, and we've spoken obviously off the podcast, but, you know, you kind of want to tell the viewers, you know, some of the stuff you've been through and some of the stuff that's happened in the last five months. And you can, as I said, touch upon the good stuff, because I think in order for people to know your story from where you are now, I think people need to know yeah. all the shit that's happened. So if you want to explain that, if you feel comfortable. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, I would say more than five months. Like in the last, I had the first injury, left, left elbow. Then I started drinking, doing other stuff. So I got into, you know, uh, drugs and stuff like that. And then uh, I would be, you know, one, two weeks, three weeks doing well and then end up drinking from drinking to another place and doing some smells. But then, um, yeah, I always, I always felt upset because I, I, I feel like that. If I work out every day, I get one point, then another point, and then another point, and then another point. And then if I go out drinking, I end up doing other stuff, kind of knock that, that pile all down. And then I felt that I have to start from zero again. But then... Um, told myself like look like what, what do you want to do do you want to be you know what do you want to do in life you know um and I think I want I told myself I want to inspire others I want to motivate others so I just had to make a decision well you need to stop with this and that and then you're gonna achieve what you want and then I started with you know um stop drinking and then from not drinking I didn't do any other stuff um then sometimes used to you know drink, but then I don't I don't I don't have I don't have control over it. So if I drink one glass, I would drink ten, and then I will end up drinking enough to pass that on the floor. I am like that with life. If I go to work, I will do my best at work. Mm. If I go to a football game, I will give hundred percent at the football game. If I work out, I will work out twice a twice a day. And with drinking it was the same. So. Then I made, they made the decision of stop drinking as well. So uh, now I've been nearly three months without drinking, which I feel really good. And I feel I have a really powerful mindset where I can I can set any goal and I can go for it. So, like how, from, how did, from, so how did you transition from being in that dark place so how would you, how would you, you know, people that are listening, how would, what advice would you give to me you know, from people that are in those dark places? How would you, how did you get out of those dark places? You have to, I felt for me, I have to admit, I need help. That was the first thing. You have to admit, you know, you need help. So, and then look for help. And then you have to set goals. You have to set goals, big goals. So I will give you an example. Um, my life, in my life, I want to inspire others. So what do I need to do? 
I break that as a, I put that as a life goal and then I break that to a yearly goal. What I need to do in a year goal, let's say, for example, don't drink for the whole year, but I, no, other people do can do all their goals. But for me, it was like, don't train every day, let's say every month or record a good video every month. And then I break that to a weekly or monthly goal. And then I would put as a, don't drink the whole month. And then I break that to a weekly goal that would be, focus and listen motivational speech every morning which i will put on my daily goal give 100 at, at my workout so i think to come out of any any dark place you have to set goals in life and i think that that's gonna be it was very helpful for me so it, it can be very helpful for others so you felt and obviously having 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 the right support around you no and it can be family friends uh, and professional support I mean for me I said about it in my last podcast the importance of having the right people around you and you know having those those people that you can have those conversations with when you're feeling when you're feeling low but you know you said you put it down to goal setting so like how you know a lot of people for those that are listening you know people might not know what goal setting is so how important that how important was that to you and how can you kind of explain what that is to those that are listening to if they want to try try set goals and then I'll touch on it. Well, for for me, um, I always had, you know, goals in my in my mind. But I heard a lot of people saying, you need to write down a piece of paper. You need to write it down. You need to read it. You need to have, you know, it's not just thinking about it. You need to have a, a eye contact to that piece of paper. You have to read it every day. That's going to stay on your subconscious. And then when I started to do it, which is, was probably, I would say, I would say a year ago, everything has to change. I started with five yearly goals, five monthly goals, five weekly goals, and five daily goals. And at the end of the day, I used to come back from work or maybe, I don't know, from workout or football training session, get my book and see if I have achieved my five daily goals. And if I have achieved, I would put a tick. And because I chose five, each one was 20%. So, if I had achieved four of them, my day was 80% productive, I feel like. So sometimes I used to achieve only two of them. And I used to get really upset because if you think about, I only achieved 20% of what I wanted to do on my day. And that, that, that was very important, you know, the, the percentage of each goal. And, and when, I, when I achieved, but it's difficult, you know, to achieve every day, every week, every month, five of them. Hmm. but when you when you achieve it you you have a good feeling a very good feeling and then I end up achieving uh like all my yearly goals because you know you 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 put it from a big goal yearly goal and then you break it down then you break it down and then you break it down and break it down no I mean for me I just kind of you kind of inspired me when we spoke before to kind of get my I bought a diary and I've written down my my yearly goals my daily goals and I think, you know, even been doing it for the last three, four days has been, you know, really inspiring me because when you write that stuff down, you know, it, it, I think for me, when you write stuff down in general, it really sits. I mean, that's my kind of opinion. So, you know, I've, I've written down my daily goals, you know, it is nice to those that are listening. I, I can't stress enough, you know, to, to, to at least try it. You know, when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed the night before, write down five things you want to achieve in the day. And then 
once you start doing that, you can start doing what you want to achieve in a month, a week, and a year, like Edgar was talking about. So I think it's important, you know, to break down, in order to be successful, I think it's important to break down so you know what you're doing in order to move forward. No, if you want to touch yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. No, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Because like, I, I'll give you an example. Like, for example, um, last last year we used to, me and my partner, we used to live in a, like, on a double bedroom in a sharing house. And one of my goals was to live in an apartment of my yearly goal. So my monthly goal would be uh, do overtime. My weekly goal would be not spending money on things that I don't need. And my daily goal would be go to work. Well, not go to work, give 100% of work. Because from giving 100% of work, I will do my hours and then I will not spend money, which I would do overtime during the month, which I would be able to move and live on, you know, on, a, on, a, on a flat. So... And I'm 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 really pleased that I started with that, you know, writing down the goals last year, and now I am where I am, and and now for next, well, for this year, already I've got you know bigger goals, and hopefully we achieve them. <laughs> so, do you feel the, it's important for people to break down their big goals into small goals, as you said, you know, daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals? Do you think that focusing on the big picture is not good or do you think it's important to set those smaller goals so you feel that you're achieving something? Because, oh, you, for example, yeah, you need- so if you set big goals, I think, you know, sometimes you know, people will be like, oh, why did I fall short? But, you know, you, I think you need to assess and write down things, how you can go about to achieve that big goal. You know, like, as you said, you know, do overtime to, in order to get that flat that you wanted to live in. So, yeah, how, if you want to explain what you think on that. Yeah, yeah, it's very important because you know you you cannot you cannot like you cannot jump to a, a Ferrari buy a Ferrari if you if, if you haven't got a driving license. So what you need to do is to to save money. You need to save money to do lessons, to take your driving license, to buy a car, to get a better job, or, or to have a you know to then save money and then buy a Ferrari. So you have to break down. So it's a process, you say. Everything related, relative to your big goal. So you think, obviously, do you think the goal setting helps with your process in life? Yes, because I, I not only apply that for like you know, getting uh, things in life or, or, or yearly. I apply it for my you know every day in my life. So I, I think I, right, life goals, have a family. Uh, buy a house, uh, have kids, uh, be a coach life. Well, number five, I don't know. I will think about it. <laughs> I haven't wrote my life goals yet. But then to achieve everything, I have to break it to a yearly goal. And then on a year, I have to save money. You know, I, I would put an amount, let's say, for example, 5,000 pounds, you know, or more, which Monthly, I will have to do overtime, which weekly I will not go out or, or drink to save money. So everything has to be breaking down to smaller. So we start with small goals, which is, you know, the big. And it's helping me in every way that I want. So, you know, so you, so you think and advise people that in order to reach your bigger goal, you, you must set smaller goals to help you achieve that. 
Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. No, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, I think too many people try and focus on the big picture and jump to the big picture when they haven't really worked out what they need to do to get to where they want to do. So I think anyone that's listening, you know, set those small goals in order because, you know, there's no point in achieving, like trying to set goals that aren't necessarily achievable. You know, I think you need the importance of setting achievable yeah. goals. So if you want to touch upon yeah. that. Yeah, 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 definitely. You have to be realistic, you know, like um, you have to be realistic, you know. Obviously, I'm not saying that if you, if you set a goal of be millionaire next year, who knows? Well, maybe if you, if you play the lottery, you will be. But you have to be realistic about what what what, what you live in life daily to to achieve those. So, what are your aspirations? And obviously, you know, you spoke to me before your aspirations. So, like, what are your aspirations? And tell them, tell the people that are listening, like, your what you want to do. Well, I I I want to motivate as ma- as many people as I can. You know, motivate, be inspiration to many. You know, or maybe I am already for you know a few a few people that I know a few friends but I want to I want to let's say leave a legacy behind and to 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 leave that legacy behind I have to put myself on 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 like training hard putting my body to stress show people that uh, having the right mindset you can achieve wherever you want Mm. Um, I, I wanted to ask you know you're a very motivated person and you enjoy exercise how would you how would you say you know people that are do struggle to exercise what like what advice would you say to give to give to people that maybe not exercise as much as they want to what would you say to them well well my i i have a morning routine when i wake up from the moment i wake up to i leave my house for a workout or running or cycling or work, I listen to a motivational speech in, in on YouTube, you know, and that is helping me because whatever you feed your brain in the first 20, 30 minutes of your day after you wake up, it, it is powerful for me. It helps me a lot. So you'll be leaving home with a good mindset already because motivational speech only is going to tell you positive stuff, and, and instead of going and, and looking for, for example, I don't know, like, you know, some gossip on, 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 on social media, what was going to bring you that in, in, in the beginning of your day? Nothing is it, a gossip. So you, you're talking about others' life. And when I leave my home, I'm, I'm, I'm telling myself, give 100% today, train hard, train harder and help others. And be grateful, you know, inspire, inspire others. It, it, it helps me a lot, this morning routine. So I, feel, I, feel, I think that if people struggle to get motivated, they can start with that. Like, um, we, we have motivation, we can be focused, and that will go away as well. I don't wake up every day feeling like going for a run. But then I have to be consistent on that. Because if you, they, you know, if you are consistent on it, motivation will go, will come back. You will be focused, and then sometimes you will not be focused. But because I wake up every day, I listen to it, I do my exercise, I do my running, I go to work. Motivation will come back. I think you know the importance of having a morning routine. You know that kind of sets you in the right, you know, frame of mind 
when you wake up, I think, you know, I've listened to people talk about the importance of like momentum within your day. So if you start your day right doing, you know, you know, maybe going for a walk, you know, writing your diary, writing down three things you're grateful for, write down, you know, your daily goals that can help you put, put you into the right frame of mind in order to get the good moment, momentum within your day to feel more positive, to do more, to yeah. exercise, to get uni work done, to get, you know, your work, um, your job or, but no, I think the importance of, you know, get for me as well, I've learned the importance of you getting your morning routine right because your day starts from the moment you wake up. And, you know, if you don't, for example, if you don't, as Edgar was saying, you know, if you, the first thing you look at maybe on your phone is gossip is how's that actually benefiting you? Yeah. So if you want to touch upon that. Well, yeah, well, I, I, I get up and listen to it and then... It, it, if you, if you if you go and look for gossip, that's not gonna benefit you anything. What we're gonna be doing, talking about others' life or something that has happened with others, what is that improving you on your day, on your mind? Nothing. Right. If you go write down daily goals, you have to you will leave your home thinking about all right, I have to achieve those five goals. And what I do is during that time that I'm listening to, you know, the motivation speech, I write my daily goals. I choose five daily goals. I also choose four words that will help me to get through that day. For example, I put, um, maybe I would put consistency. Because maybe that morning I woke up, I wasn't feeling like working out, but I have to be consistent and going and doing my workout. All the world I would put down maybe would be grateful, grateful to wake up one more day, grateful for having health and, and being able to, to, to do what I love, that is running and fitness. So can you see the difference between someone who wake up, check his mobile, see about gossip, about the other ones that set goals? So this person will be talking about others' life and we will live, live in home thinking like, well, what, what, what do I need to achieve this day? Nothing. I just need to, what well, I fed my brain, it was just looking about others' life, and which I am leaving my home thinking I'm grateful. Um, I have to be consistent. I have to give 100% of work. I have to be 100% at, at the workout. So it's two different mindsets. And, I mean, we both, and we're both human. So we both could achieve the same. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for me, I've always said, you know, you have to start, you have to start somewhere, you know, you know, to be where Edgar is, but to be where I've, I am, you know, you, you have, you have to start. And that, I mean, that is the hardest part. And I know the people that could be listening, you know, the hardest part is to start something in life. But as soon as you do, trust me, like it can change you. Like for me, it took me for someone to actually say to me to start actually to maybe focus on my mind and go to someone to help with my mindset within sport. So, I mean, it, you know, if people think, if people think that, you know, it's not possible, I mean, me and Edgar, prior examples, I've been through a stage where I've been absolutely so down, depressed, you know, I've been, had suicidal thoughts, self-harmed and stuff. I mean, you know, Edgar's gone from such a high in Finland to a low within Finland and coming to England, going from a low, and, you know, now he's just done a, I'm pretty, I think he's just done a challenge, you know, he ran 48 48 miles in 48 hours? 
It was more than 48 because is uh, is the challenge of David Goggins is run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. So you end up running okay. 48 miles. But on my last run, I did a half marathon. So after being awake for, I don't know, two days and a half and sleeping only eight hours, I, as I said, you know, I, I was thinking, right, should I run a marathon or not? A half marathon or not in the end? And I think being being in the right mindset, you know, I could I may help me to achieve that because I had you know my my knee was playing up, my leg was in pain, and when I started to do that last run, I just told myself like oh, all right, I'm I have to think about something and I have to focus myself and I focused myself finishing half marathon feeling so powerful and grateful, and then it came. During that time, because only had only had eight hours slept, and it came a lot in my mind. Things that I'm grateful for, things that I have achieved in life, where I was before, where I am now. It was it was a tough challenge. <laughs> I mean, you know that kind of you know you 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 heard of mental mental resilience. So have you heard of that? So I mean, no. so, so mental resilience is having that you know that that might that um that little switch in your mind that you know i'm gonna do this you know having that being to so being positive in your mind so, okay, you're gonna okay. do it. so you, how did you kind of get that mental resilience you know after running 48 miles wanting to do a half marathon after that i mean for me that's crazy you know i mean fair you know fair play yeah yeah there's a lot of people that said to me edgar don't do it don't do it that's too much for your body that's too much for your body and i think probably that has helped me because there's a lot of people that said look that's too much. And I wanted to show them if you have the right mindset, you can do it. Glad, I'm glad that I didn't have any injury, bad injury that I, I had to stop. But being, being, you know, being, being with the right mindset. And I had a few people that also came to support me during the race. I had a guy that came and did the run with me. He was on his bicycle at midnight. We did four miles. And the other day, people messaged me saying, like, come on, Edgar, come on, Edgar, I know you can do it, I know you can do it. So that, as, as we spoke in the beginning, having the right people around you, it, it helps you a lot. Yeah, I mean, as I said, you know, some of the things you've done, I couldn't probably never see myself doing, but then, you know what? So one day I will join you. I'm, I, I, for those listening, yeah. you know, and you've heard me say, I will join you. For at least maybe fifteen miles, I'm gonna I'll put myself. Right, I'm I'm on the Wednesday. I think on two weeks' time, I'm gonna do a sixty k run. So I only have done one marathon in my life, and it was probably four weeks ago. And after two weeks, I done the four by four by forty eight hours challenge. And now I'm, I gave two weeks rest for my body, and then I'm gonna go for a sixty k run. So that shows you how how you know I have to I have to put my mind my body over stress and myself on that situation to inspire others because I cannot and that's you know my life goal for example I want to be a coach like mm. and 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 I have to put myself on that situation that to be able to tell others how to motivate. How, how to have a, a right mindset. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Imagine if, if I say, well, my friend told me he did this. 
how how much would you believe in me? Like, how credible would that be? Bringing information from others to you, I have to put myself on it to give you the the right motivation. Yeah, I mean, it goes to a thing, you know. So it's, so it's when you fill your own cup up. So you know, you fill your own mind, you fill up your own knowledge. You know, with your stuff you learn, stuff you're doing. You know, that's once you get your cup full you can start expressing your knowledge to other people. And I think that's what I've been trying to do myself, expressing my own, trying to improve my own and, you know, increase my knowledge so that I can go and help other people. So that's, that's basically what you're saying. That's really important because in order to, yeah, for us to maybe go and help people to do these podcasts, to inspire others, you know, we have to get ourselves good first, be able to talk about it because then you can start distributing what you've learned to other people. So I think that's, yeah. you know, is that you're an inspiration on, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing your journey continue because, you know, having you, having you told my, having you tell me my story, your story, you know, before this, you know, I wanted to get you on and, you know, you, it just shows, you know, people that are listening that you can go from those really dark places, you know, Edgar's wanted, you know, has, has said, you know, he wanted to end his life. I've been there myself, but I just kind of wanted to get on today and, share Edgar's story and so I hope you, anyone that's listening that is, has been inspired by Edgar and just kind of just to finish up with just the question what advice would you give to those that are listening to kind of you know maybe try some of the things you've done or but no yeah what advice would you give to those that are listening well you have to uh, I feel that you have to start to do things what you love, right? That the passions, like things that you like. If you if you're depressed or you're in a in a dark place, and you love spending time with your family or friends, spend time with them. If you like reading, read. If you like exercise, doing exercise, do exercise. So you 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 have to do things that you love first. Sometimes people spend their whole life doing a job that they don't really enjoy. It. They, 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 they finish work looking forward for a Friday to go out, drink with friends and, and enjoy the weekend. And then they go back to work on a Monday feeling like, oh, today is Monday. So if you have a job that you love the way I do, I am a support worker. I love, I already support others it's because I am a support worker. I'm helping them to get, you know, get up, eat breakfast. So I get up every day feeling like um, I'm going to do something good, not feeling like I have to work. I feel like, you know, I'm going to help others and support these, these guys. So you have, to, you have to do things that you love to get out of those I days. mean, I completely agree with you, Edgar. I mean, I think to my advice to those listening, you know, that are struggling to, you know, maybe find out what they want to do, but follow your passion, you know, it may take five years, five months, three weeks, three months, you know, it, for me, I know it's taken me 21 years to find what I'm passionate about. And that's just talking to people and helping people as much as I can. That's the reason why I started my page, you know, to kind of help people share experiences. And that's kind of what I want to do. I wanted to get you on my podcast, share your experience because, you know, it is powerful where you've come from twice, you know, in Finland and also here, you know, some of the stuff you've been through and being able to do the, some of the stuff you're doing you know, it is inspirational and I hope everyone that's listened has found that inspirational well no yeah I appreciate you coming on Edgar you know it's been 
very good chatting to you as always. You know, I hope everyone has, thank been, you, thank you. has been inspired by this. And yeah, so to those that are listeners, you know, Edgar, if you want to kind of say your YouTube and your page to kind of, you know, if anyone wants to follow Edgar's story, just if you want, if you want to say it. Yeah, yeah, my, my Instagram is Edgar Zanin. So I always, you know, put my stuff there. And I will put, you know, like challenge that I will get done this year. So I'm going to start now with a 60K run on two weeks time. And then probably, you know, do our 100K running one in one day, less than 24 hours. And then you can see, you can always see my progress. And I always put video as well to, to inspire others with workouts, some, you know, some, some bodyweight workouts, uh, fitness workouts and stuff like that. So. If anyone well, guys, follow me, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it into the the video uh, the not the video description the, the description in the for this podcast. So yeah, I'm put his Instagram in the description. And but now yeah, it's been a pleasure, Edgar. Really appreciate you coming on, and thanks for sharing your experiences. And you know, to those listening, look forward to hearing any feedback you have. And you know, go follow Edgar. He is an inspiration to all. And I hope anyone anyone that's listened has been been inspired by Edgar and you know go follow his page because he's doing great things and he's doing crazy things I could never <laughs> think it's possible but no yeah guys that's been the uh, that's been the at one to one mental health podcast um, again many thanks to Edgar and you know thank you for listening and tune into the next one there's some big things coming and but no yeah big thanks to Edgar and remember um, we're here to help the mental health stigma improve the mental health stigma and get people talking about their minds so yeah thanks for listening and yeah cheers thank you very much and thank you for you know inviting me and it was it was good and hopefully we we do another videos as well um to inspire and help others but no yeah cheers and thanks for listening